Hi, I'm Edwin. And I'm Andrew. Sound the battle cry. Two men, 15 minutes, eternal impact. Welcome to Text Talk. For the Lord, gird your armor on, stand firm, everyone. Rest Good morning, Andrew. Good morning, Edwin. Good to see you today. Well, it's a beautiful day. Beautiful day here in Florida. Beautiful day. And I, I haven't seen the raccoon recently. <laughs> but I'm wondering if while we record today, if we'll see him go past the window. We had, we had any of the deacons coming by and <laughs> scaring us in the window <laughs> either, have we? Yeah, I don't know if we've mentioned the raccoon live, but uh, I, while you were in Africa, I actually saw him a couple times over closer to my office. Well, I, I you know, it's it's curious all the all the wildlife around here. <laughs> when I, you know, when I first moved to Florida, some folks said, "Just get, just understand in your mind, you live in Jurassic Park, and that makes it easier." <laughs> And I found that to be very true. Well, especially outside your back door. Oh, yeah. I mean, with the uh, gators. You've got a and, huge dinosaur that lives in that pond. And he's been eating big fish and turtles lately. And to watch him eat is really a sight to behold. Yeah. So, you know, Florida's a beautiful place. People should come visit. <laughs> <laughs> okay, sorry, I'm distracted. Let's get back to John chapter 5. I just want to read, as a reminder, the same thing we read yesterday, but I'll do it today from the English Standard Version. I'm going to start in verse 16, go through verse 24. And this was why the Jews were persecuting Jesus, because he was doing these things on the Sabbath. But Jesus answered them, My father is working until now, and I am working. This was why the Jews were seeking all the more to kill him, because not only was he breaking the Sabbath, but he was even calling God his own father, making himself equal with God. Jesus said to them, Truly, truly, I say to you, the Son can do nothing of his own accord, but only what he sees the Father doing. For whatever the Father does, that the Son does likewise. For the Father loves the Son and shows him all that he himself is doing, and greater works than these will he show him so that you may marvel. For as the Father raises the dead and gives them life, so also the Son gives life to whom he will. For the Father judges no one, but has given all judgment to the Son, that all may honor the Son just as they honor the Father." Whoever does not honor the Son does not honor the Father who sent him. Truly, truly, I say to you, whoever hears my word and believes him who sent me has eternal life. He does not come into judgment, but has passed from death to life. So as we're reading this here, one of the things I appreciate is, again, the controversy over healing someone on the Sabbath. Uh, That seems to be a violation of the Sabbath, at least to the Jewish authorities' perspective. Uh, Jesus doesn't back down from that at all. My father is working until now. I myself am working. Mm -hmm. Uh, So he's going to do this work of healing on a Sabbath. But then, uh, as we highlighted yesterday, they are willing to, uh, are seeking now to kill him. First, Sabbath breaker. But second, because he is making himself equal with God, Mm -hmm. that when he was saying, uh, I and my father, this was not being heard heard as, well, we're all God's children, aren't we? (laughs) That's right. You know, this is being heard and interpreted in a different way. You're saying you're God. Mm. Yes. John here demonstrates to us, you have to do something with Jesus. You don't get to dismiss Jesus. You don't get to ignore Jesus. Uh, We started moving in this direction yesterday, but had a different thing to talk about then. So I'm I'm glad we can get back to it today. And and that is, look, he does declare himself divine. Mm -hmm. When somebody calls themselves divine, you can't just ignore that. Mm -hmm. Because if they're right, it means something. Mm Mm-hmm. 
And of course, if they're wrong, that also means something. Well, it's that old trilemma, you know, the Lord liar lunatic. Sure, sure. But but for that to uh, to to work through that exercise, which is I think a very good exercise, I think we have to be in agreement that he really did claim to be the Lord. He really did claim to be God. That is a point of contention with some people. But I don't know how you get around it when you read a passage like this in John five and verse eighteen. Not only was it heard and understood by the people. He's making himself equal with God, but they want to kill him for saying this. Yes. Okay. And so they they didn't. Well, you know, he's a crazy man. Bless his heart. (laughs) You know, (laughs) what a nut. What a nut. No, this guy is a dangerous guy. We need to stop him because he's claiming to be God. I think what John is doing here, Andrew, is John himself as the author is pointing out when he brings this to mind. Here's the reality. Anybody who comes on the face of the earth and wants to tell everybody else, I am a God, mm-hmm. I am God, at least among the Jews, the correct response was, yeah, we need to execute you. Yes. That was the correct response. Mm-hmm. In fact, when in, in Deuteronomy 13 and uh, actually even later in Deuteronomy 18, when it talks about the false prophets who had come up, whether they had signs or not, whether there were signs that God allowed to take place or not, if they told folks to go after other gods, mm-hmm. the correct response was to execute that person. Right. You needed to purge the land of them. And in reality, if a village, if a town, yes. if a city decided to follow them, not only were they supposed to execute that false teacher, they were actually supposed to attack that city, tear it to the ground, pull the walls down brick by brick, and burn it to the ground mm-hmm. because it was anathema. Mm-hmm. Th- this is the point. When John John says this, he really drives home, guys, we've got to do something with Jesus. Jesus is not just a nice fella. He is a fella that made himself out equal to be God. If he is not exactly what he said he is, they wanted to kill him, and that's exactly what they should have wanted to do. Mm -hmm. But here's the thing. Jesus is what he said he was. He made himself equal to the Father because he is equal to the Father. And I think one of the really important things for us to notice in all those passages in Deuteronomy, when it talks about the false prophet, it's about leading us after another God. Mm -hmm. Do you remember how John began the entire book of John? Yeah. In the beginning was the word. The word was with God and the word was God. Here's what John does so masterfully in that very first verse. He says, do you remember the God we Jews follow? who we read about first in Genesis 1-1, in the beginning God created the heavens and the earth. He says, I want to talk to you about that God. I want to talk to you about that God, the God we've all been following, Mm -hmm. and I want to show you how that God came into the world in the person of Jesus Christ. He became flesh, and he tabernacled among us in the person of God the Son, Jesus Christ. And the reason why Jesus should not be executed is because he is not leading people to follow a different God. He is leading people f- to follow the same God, and that's who he is. Yeah. The the fullness of Godhead dwelt in him bodily, Colossians. according to Colossians. Yes, absolutely. He's, I am that God. That's who I am, is what Jesus is saying. Now, as you bring it up, and rightly so, this is going to be a choice that everyone has to make. What are we going to do with Jesus? Why should we accept that he is equal with God. Why should we trust that he is God? And I can't help but notice, Edwin, that this chapter ends, you know, the last, I don't know, 14 or 15 verses 
with Jesus giving uh, evidences, if you will, testimonies that he really is one and equal with the Father. Mm-hmm. Uh, saying that it's it's not just that I'm telling you this. It's not enough that I just bear witness of myself. Kind of like what you said, anybody can come and say they're God or they're the Son of God, but why would you trust it? Why mm-hmm. would you believe it? And, and walking through this, he reminds them about John the Baptist and his ministry. Uh, in chapter 5 and verse 33, uh, he tells them how you were happy to be in John's light for a while, Of course, we spent some time looking at John in chapter 1 especially and the witness that he bore that Jesus is the Son of God and that he is the Messiah. He talks about the works that he's doing. Uh, In verse 36, the works that the Father has given him to do, the very works that he's doing. And where does this chapter begin? Well, another amazing work, doesn't it? Even a work done on the Sabbath. We're not supposed to be working on the Sabbath, but he did. Uh, And so here is this divine power. You have the testimony of the Father himself in chapter 5, verses 37 and 38. Um, Again, it's not just me, it's the Father. And then he talks about the scriptures as well as Moses and the scriptures. You know, you, you read them because here you think you have eternal life, but they are they which testify of me. And if you won't believe what he wrote, you won't believe my word so he's saying, go back and look into the scriptures. Uh, they're all about me. And so you've got one, two, three, what about four different witnesses <laughs> there? I remember in the law of Moses that you can, you can establish any fact by two or three witnesses, but I, I think there's four there. <laughs> <laughs> so, so, that people, so that people could make the confession, the people that could come to the faith. But it, it's a huge, huge question. What will you do with Jesus? That's that's just in this chapter alone. As we yes. get through all of this book that John has written, we will get to the end. We've said this before. John will tell us at the end, here's why I wrote this, so that you will believe that Jesus is the Christ, the Son of God. He said, look, Jesus did way more stuff than I have outlined in this book, but I've chosen these things. I've chosen them to make a case mm-hmm. that Jesus is exactly what he claimed to be. He is the Christ. He is the Son of God. He is the Messiah. He's the King of Israel. As you go through John, there are so many names that are used of him. He is called Rabbi, Son of Man, Son of God. He, he's called the Lamb of God. Uh, so many things here that talk about him and who he is. And John is showing us these things to prove this is the Word of God. This is exactly yeah, who he is. Yeah. We've already seen a couple of signs, and those two signs drove us to realize that Jesus is greater than Moses. Yes, We saw when he was talking to the woman at the well how just his whole interaction there demonstrated that he was greater than Jacob, Jacob. that he was greater than the Son of mm-hmm. Jacob. Here, here is Jesus that's stepping up. You know, we're going to get later where people are going to be sent to arrest Jesus, but instead of arresting him, they come back and they say something like, nobody ever spoke like this man. Mm. Let me tell you what that sounds like. Well, let me tell you what that doesn't sound like. That doesn't sound like a crazy man. It does not. Doesn't sound like a lunatic. That sounds like there was somebody who didn't agree with him, who didn't think he was who he said he was, but when they listened to him, they're like, yeah, there's something about this guy. Yeah. This is this is not. We're we're gonna see here. Here's this sign where he takes a lame man and he lifts him up. John nine is a big deal because in John nine, that guy's gonna say, "Y'all, I don't know why you can't see it. Nobody has ever done this before. There's never in the history of man has it been known that somebody could give sight to the blind." And I don't want to let the cat out of the bag, but there are multiple passages in the law because we'll talk about this in John nine. Mm-hmm. But multiple passages in the law that said. Well, there's somebody that can give sight to the blind. 
and that's the Lord. That's the Lord. Now, we don't see that's any of his good. prophets ever do it. We don't see any, but we see the Lord can do it, mm-hmm. and then we see Jesus doing it. Mm. And, of course, it's going to get us to Lazarus, who's resurrected from the dead, and then Jesus himself is resurrected from the dead. All of these things, John is is saying, this is what I saw. Now, I guess at the end of the day, we can say John writing this may have been a liar. Yeah, but if, but if we're going to say that no, John's telling the truth. Well, then that tells us something about Jesus, which gets us back to this chapter where Jesus says you need to honor the Son in order to honor the Father. Right. And I know we have all kinds of difficulties about dealing with Trinity. We've talked about that some before. Uh, right now, let's just put that on the shelf. But just recognize that. Look, if if you hate my Son, don't try to tell me you love me. Right. If you're going to talk bad about my son, if you're going to run my son down, if you're going to run my kids down, don't then turn around and say, oh, but Edwin, I love you. You're great. You're fantastic. I mean, your kids, I hate them, but but I love you. No, that's not how it works. That, that uh, Maybe in our individualistic culture, we've gotten to a place where we think it works that way, but that's not where they were then. This no, the no, family, no. look, if you're, if you're not going to honor my family, you're not honoring me is the way it was working here. And that's exactly what Jesus is saying. Don't don't think you're honoring the Father if you refuse to honor the Son. And there's still an awful lot of families, buddy, where blood runs thicker than water. <laughs> and they'd still tell you, well, don't you be talking about my family. <laughs> I, you know, no, I think I think there is that. I guess I was just I was just recognizing that somebody might say, "Well, I mean, you know, somebody doesn't have to like my kids." I I just was expecting somebody might would argue that. Yeah. I'm just it pointing out be. that is it not the way it was then. There's nobody mm-hmm. that thought that in the days no. of Jesus. And Jesus is making the point, if you're not going to honor the son, don't lie to yourself and tell you t- tell yourself you're honoring the Father because you're not. Because yeah. that's, of course, the, the Jews in this chapter, that's what they're wanting to do. They're oh, yeah. saying, we're honoring God, and Jesus is saying, no, really, you're not. Mm-hmm. You're really not. Mm-hmm. Because that's who I am, the Son. Yeah. If you don't honor me, you're not honoring oh, God. God. And, and yeah. honestly, again, it gets back to what we said earlier. You've got to do something with Jesus. You don't get to dismiss him. You have to come up with an explanation. The trilemma, you know, some, something that explains what's going on here, because here's what he claimed. And if he is what he claimed, well, then we better get down on our yeah. knees and, and, and bow before him in allegiance. All right, let's go ahead and wrap up. I think it's my turn today, so let's wrap up with a prayer. Holy God, you are magnificent. We honor you, your son, and your spirit. And we are so thankful that you, God, Father, Son, and Spirit— that you are God and that you are the one God. We honor you and lift you up and praise you, and we are so thankful for the salvation that you have brought to us by Jesus on the cross. Help us, Lord, to hear your word, to know the voice of our shepherd, and to follow him wherever he leads. It's through your son, Jesus, we pray these things. Amen. Amen. Thanks for talking about the text with us today. I'm Edwin Crozier, and I'd like to invite you to join the Christians who meet on Livingston Avenue in Lutz, Florida, this Sunday for our Bible classes and worship. You can find out more at christiansmeethere.org. Check out our daily written devotional that goes along with today's episode. You can find a link for it in our show notes. Michael Eldridge sang all four parts of our theme song. You can get more from him at acapeldridge.com. Please remember to subscribe, rate, and review Text Talk in your favorite podcast app so others can find it and learn about it more easily. Have a fantastic day. Steady, steady, pass the word along. 
Onward, forward, shout aloud, Hosanna! Christ is captain of the mighty throne!